0: there. Welcome back to Uncommon Sense. So I just wanted to do a short little episode about this Taylor Lorenz stuff that's been going on on the internet. I don't know if y'all have seen all of this going on, but this girl from the Washington Post, she is a journalist for the Washington Post. Which don't forget, Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post. Um, very rich man. Everybody's talking about how the rich are ruining the country and eat the rich, but not Jeff Bezos, not Bill Gates not George Soros, not any of them. Um, I just wanted to remind you guys that Jeff Bezos owns the Washington Post, and so Taylor Lorenz is one of his uh, newspapers journalists. So, I just want to talk about what Taylor Lorenz did, because I've been talking about this on social media a little bit, uh, you know, my commentary and everybody's just a little bit confused about what actually is going on with all of this, so I just want to tell you guys what's going on. Basically, Taylor Lorenz, she was doing a story for the Washington Post, basically doxing, and if y'all don't know what doxing means, it just means to out somebody to the public, out their address, out their phone number, basically out, they can out their family members, like, it's just a way to get people to attack a, a particular person. It's a it's a way to get people to kind of dog pile on to somebody, and it's really a, a way to threaten people is what it actually is. Um, I have turned off all and I recommend that everybody do this. I have turned off all of my location notification things for social media because I am terrified of somebody doxing me. I, I'll be honest; I am actually afraid of that. I, I, you, I don't put anything past these people. I don't put anything past uh, anybody these days. Everybody is so so crazy, and I kind of come hard after both sides of the political aisle. I come hard after anybody I see doing the wrong thing, but I just don't. Want anybody to do to me what Taylor Lorenz has done to the creator of the Libs of TikTok account on Twitter. She docks the girl who created the Libs of TikTok account, which is just an account. It's just an account that is literally like screen recording these videos from TikTok that actual liberals, Democrats are putting up and putting out into the world on TikTok. So it's just putting, it's just, it's not even refreshing. Framing it. It's just putting it out to the public. And it's already put out to the public from these leftist and Democrat accounts on TikTok. And that's okay with them. They don't mind that. Uh, But it's when it's when Libs of TikTok, again, it's just in their words. It's just what they're already putting out there, but kind of uh, putting it all in one place for people to easily access and just kind of go through all of the insanity of progressivism. Um, it, It just is like, and sometimes she'll do like jokes, okay? like sometimes, to be fair, she will do like little, uh, I guess you can say snide, sarcastic jokes, which I really appreciate. I feel like I'm a relatively sarcastic human being. I appreciate it. I think it's funny. But a lot of people, you know, on the left don't appreciate that. They want to have full control over everything, but they definitely want to have control over the narrative. And they feel as though the libs of TikTok uh, Twitter account is misrepresenting them somehow, but they're not. It's just taking the video's taking the words that these leftists have already said, they've already shared. It's not putting out anything that they haven't already done, that they haven't already said. It's just poor. It's just putting it all together in one place for people to easily access and sift through it all and see all the insanity and, and make of that what they will. It's not, it's not altered. It's not changed. It's just what these people have already said. So it was a really funny thing. Actually, Babylon B put out an article. I forgot exactly what it was called, but it was basically like uh leftist. Hey, that tiktok Libs of tiktok has <laughs> put out their exact words or something like that i don't remember exactly but i love the babylon b i think it's a very very funny satire one of the few very funny satire uh, publications that still exist these days i'm sure it will not be allowed to exist much longer i i hope that they they last for forever but i i don't know it's it's hard to know you know where we're headed in the whole comedy realm but Libs of tiktok is not some sort of just you know pure comedy page. It, it's reality. It's reality what the lives of TikTok account is putting out, and uh, you know Taylor Lorenz didn't didn't like it. Um, they do not like losing control of their narrative at all. They they lose it. They lose it. They are literally like Taylor Swift circa when she lied and everybody called her a snake, and um, that whole Kanye West Taylor Swift Kim Kardashian fiasco and she put out like a statement after all of that and she was caught as being a, a liar. Um, and she was just like, I would very much like to be removed from this narrative. Or she said, I think excluded. I would very much like to be excluded from this narrative. Um, it's a it's a narrative you created, girlfriend. It's a narrative that you created. And that's the exact same thing with the Libs of TikTok stuff. These are actual, I, I, I can't say it enough, these are actual <laughs> videos of things that leftists have said. It's them being crazy. It's these people. And, and you know, I'm sorry, but the whole trans movement, we can't help that they're putting their mental health issues on full display on the internet. I mean, that's not, I mean, that's not our fault. It's reposting it because the lives of TikTok account, it's not, ju- it doesn't exist just to be like a mean girl account. That's not what it is. It's to put on display what the leftists have already put on display with their weird narrative, but just showcasing the insanity that is, whatever it is their narrative is. I mean, their narrative is so all over the place that it's just hard to even know what it is. I think confusion is the goal. I think confusion is the goal with leftism and progressivism, which are basically the same thing. But it's that is the goal is confusion. People are much easier to control when they're confused. So I'm going to be doing an episode on gender and transgenderism because I do think that uh, transgenderism is very much more often than not misdiagnosed or undiagnosed. It's, it's undiagnosed undiagnosed mental health issues because... The doctors, and this is like dreading into like legal jargon, I guess, but they are not really allowed. I'll just say that they're not allowed to really question these people when they come in and saying that they want to be the opposite gender. They they're not allowed to be like, well, maybe Johnny, five year old Johnny, let's look into your mental health. Like, let's make sure that it's not anything else going on with you that could be making you feel these feelings about wanting to be a different gender. Maybe let's look and see if there's anything else going on before we put you on all these different hormones and hormone blockers and and chop your genitalia off. Like maybe let's make sure it's not anything else. Like there's just so much craziness going on with the transgenderism movement. And I want to talk about that, but a lot of the, the, Post that libs of TikTok reposts are from these very confused, clearly mentally ill uh, transgender people on TikTok. And I do not say that meanly. I don't want people to think that I, I don't like trans people. I think trans people are very often just there and it's a disservice to them because we're not looking holistically at what is going on to make them feel out of place in their own body. And we need to do that before we're changing their Whole body, especially especially when they're young. So back to this Taylor Lorenz thing. She she doxxed the girl who runs the libs of TikTok account. She went to her extended family's homes, which is it's like literally harassment. That's stalking people. Like so again, I definitely recommend that everybody remove your location from all social media platforms. You people don't need to know where you are. People don't need to know where you live. I used to have that on on a few social media pal- platforms, but then I was just like, why does anybody need to know where I live? Why does anybody need to know where I am? And again, these people, they want to harass you. They want to attack you. If we haven't learned anything else from the Black Lives Matter stuff, uh, we have learned that they will kill you. So just turn it off. There's no reason to have it on, um, especially with the Biden regime getting crazier and crazier. You just never know what these people are going to. By the way, did y'all see how he was so freaked out by the Easter Bunny the other day? What was that all about? Like, we have President Biden who is terrified of the man dressed up as the Easter Bunny at his Easter festival whatever thing at the White House but he, he clearly is going to be our great defender against China and Russia and all of our world enemies. I, I think not. But back to the Taylor Lorenz thing. I really do go on these Rabbit Trails, Rabbit Trails, Easter Bunny. I am the Easter Bunny Rabbit Trails. Uh, okay, so Taylor Lorenz. She is insane. She's just another insane person who wants to control the narrative. I don't know how much of it is her. She seems to be very much a a political activist, um, which, you know, is a problem. If you're a journalist, you're supposed to be unbiased if you're a journalist. You're supposed to have more journalistic integrity than to be super biased. If you want to be an activist, you know, maybe do something I do. Maybe start a podcast. Maybe don't be a journalist for a newspaper. It's okay to have opinions. I don't mind if people have opinions. But if you're a journalist, you your main job is to kind of be pretty, um, pretty objective and not subjective to your feelings about things. And you're just supposed to cover the news. You're not supposed to be super activisty. So, I mean, I would recommend to you, Taylor, if you're listening to my podcast, just start your own podcast. Like maybe do and just go be an activist. You don't have to. To be a journalist, and I would argue that you're not—you're not a journalist, um, or a very poor excuse for one. She she doxxed this girl who runs this account, um, and that can be extremely, extremely dangerous. And the funniest part about all of this to me is that Taylor Lorenz is always talking about uh, cyberbullying and being harassed online and all the mean things that people say to her on the internet. And but I guess she just doesn't have that same energy when it comes to other people. And it's just very interesting because she's definitely a very yay feminism. Uh, I support all the minorities. There are so many white liberals who are just like, I, they're always talking about how much they love minorities. And it's just so weird to me because I don't even view minority groups as any different than whatever my group is. Like I don't consider them different at all. I don't understand why there has to be so much a separation and division in America, we are supposed to be a melting pot. That doesn't mean that we have like the, I don't know, I'm thinking of this in terms of cooking right now, but like, it doesn't mean that we're making some sort of soup where everything stays on its own corner of the pot. And then we have the marginalized celery over here and we have the marginalized carrots over here, but the chicken, the bigoted chicken, the bigoted chicken that has taken up most of the pot, it's evil. And so I, I, the potato am going to protect the celery and the carrots. I just, it's supposed to be a melting pot in America. It's supposed to be a cohesive group of people all living together under one nation, under God, and that we just aren't Separated like that. Like, I understand, like, in some situations, you need to know which groups, whatever, for statistics and data and stuff, whatever. But it's just very weird to me how white liberals, in particular, are just very much, they just like to play the superhero. They like to play the superhero for these groups. And it would just, it would just really rub me the wrong way if I were like in one of those groups. I would be like, uh, first of all, I don't need a savior, Miss Thing. I don't need you. I don't need you. So, So I don't understand why you're trying to be my superhero. That's weird. Um, There's just so much saviorism, like a savior complex and a God complex with people, with a lot of people on the left. So uh, she but she's just done a lot of these interviews where she's talking about how women and minority groups are in particular very attacked on social media which is just interesting to me because she's perfectly okay doxing this woman who disagrees with her politically but she's she, like she's completely fine with doxing her on the internet and it's just so so fascinating to me I actually want to play a clip of her talking about this so y'all can get a feel I guess for Taylor's personality and her her hypocrisy so let me go ahead and play this clip uh this is just something that taylor lorenz has said in the past and then we will contrast it with what she has done to the lips of tiktok owner okay here we go this is the i'll probably play multiple so let me just play this one first though online
1: online harassment is such a is such a it's such a misnomer. Um, I think it's a huge problem because um, you know harassment is is a is is a, it's a tool to silence people, especially women and people of color or people mm-hmm. from marginalized um, identities for speaking out. And it, there's a very intentional like goal behind it. It's, it's obviously it's death threats and all of that and rape threats on the daily. And it's not just Twitter. It's like every single surface, right? Like, you know, my cell phone number getting out there, people calling, people harassing my family members, stalking me. Like all of that is incredibly terrifying and invasive. Um, and it's bled out into the physical world too, which is even more terrifying. Right. But Uh, To me, I think what what especially the media needs to understand about this in terms of protecting their own reporters is this is just a tool, like harassment is a tool to kind of discredit and silence journalists.
0: And the right-wing media... Plays along with Well, I just want to say, first of all, that she just sounds so weird. Like, she just sounds like she doesn't know what she's talking about. Like, she got a bunch of talking points from somebody at her job, and she was told to have these opinions. Like, she just doesn't really sound like she even believes what she's saying, because if she did, I mean, she wouldn't have done this herself. I just think it's hilarious. I mean, I'm staring at a picture right now of her at the Libs of Tick Talk owner's family member's house where she kind of looks like a Jehovah's witness in this. So I did a tweet, um kind of quote tweeting this scenario. I don't even remember what I said exactly, but I was basically just like um you know, quoting her like this could be something she might have said in a moment like that where she was just like, "Do you accept progressivism and the Washington Post as your lord and savior?" Um Uh, But yeah, she just, she showed up to the libs of TikTok owner's family's house. She was harassing them. She was doing exactly the same stuff that she's always talking about in her interviews. Online harassment is a quote unquote misnomer. Um, They love to use these words that are just like hilarious to me. Um, It's a misnomer. What? Like, I don't even know if that's what she meant. But she was just like, you know, I hate online harassment, but it's okay for me to harass people people in real life but you know I don't want to be I don't want to have any of the aftermath of that like I don't want to have the consequences of me doing that even though again I was against that before I did it against someone who I'm against like I just I can't understand the mental gymnastics of these people it's so hypocritical to to act like you're so against um, online harassment and then even in that last clip that I played for y'all she's like talking about how it can seep into the physical world and like and then people can get your phone number and show up to your house. That's exactly what she did. That's exactly what she did to the libs of TikTok owners' family. Like it's just so hypocritical. I don't understand like why, why are people like this? Why are people like this? Another clip of her talking, this was a few weeks ago before she harassed the lips of TikTok owner and her family. So let's listen to another episode of Taylor Lorenz hates online harassment slash physical harassment, but she did this to someone else who's politically against her because I guess she doesn't. The rules don't apply. The rules don't apply. Protect the narrative at all costs. And i Am I right, progressives? Am I right? Let me play this one for you guys as well. You feel like any little piece
1: of information that gets out on you will be used by the worst people on the internet to destroy your life. And it's so isolating and terrifying. It's horrifying. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It's overwhelming. It's really hard.
0: Uh, sorry uh, you can just tell that she's acting like you can tell that she's acting y'all can't see the video but she's acting and you can tell she's acting she it's not real tears and you know that if you didn't know that from watching that clip you know that and the fact that her actions prove that she didn't mean what she was saying because she doxxed and attacked and harassed and stalked somebody else so she doesn't she clearly just doesn't believe in what she's saying in these interviews this was an interview interview that she did on MSNBC if y'all want to look that up and and watch at how poorly she was acting it's literally Jesse Smollett level terrible. Um so anyway, I I just think it's kind of it's I don't know. It's not funny to me really just because it's so stupid and lame and uh, pointless. And like, I don't understand other than protecting the narrative, what the, what their goal is on the left. When people do stuff like this, it's just so deceptive. Um, it is so misleading and it is just so untrue. I, I just hate it. Um, I'm going to read through a few tweets on some things that people had to, to say about this. And then I'll wrap up with my final thoughts. So Ben Shapiro said Taylor Lorenz is a terrible journalist and a worse human targeting a Twitter account that literally just posts leftist owning themselves because that account damages the left is pure Lorenz. Uh, let's see. Jack Posobiec. I don't know how to pronounce your last name, buddy, but we are friends. Um, Elon Musk is a billionaire who wants to empower social media users. Jeff Bezos is a billionaire whose newspaper employs Taylor Lorenz to uh, punish social media users. Um, The bullies... The, the bullies are always the people pretending to be the bullied. And I think that that's something y'all need to start paying attention to because the left does this so much. They victimize themselves as they're abusing other people. Like, that is just kind of trademark leftism, and you just gotta watch out for that because it's it just happens a lot these days. So, New York Post. Um, Taylor Lorenz slammed as hypocrite for doxing libs of TikTok creator, and she is. She's just a hypocrite, you guys. She is just just a freaking hypocrite. She's done a lot of videos talking about and interviews talking about how she is just very against cyberbullying, very, uh, very against um, you know online harassment, particularly against women. Again, this was a this is a woman who runs the libs of TikTok account. So I don't know what else to say about this other than that it's hypocritical. Um, Blake Master says, obviously, Taylor Lorenz herself is troubled and mentally ill, but Washington Post, Bezos, and the entire political class thinks her behavior is just fine, even noble. Psychopaths. Um, it is like it is it is psychopathic behavior to go around talking about how much you hate when people do this and then you do it to someone else like that's just weird why you do that why do you do that um let's see christopher rufo said the taylor lorenz hit piece against ellipse of tiktok opens with a reference to my reporting on the quote-unquote sexy summer camp teachers who were not simply quote-unquote teaching sex education but promoting BD sex on drugs and being a sex worker. She starts lying with the first sentence and he shared a picture of it. And uh, let me just read a piece of her article and what she wrote. So she said on March 8th, a Twitter account called libs of TikTok posted a video of a woman teaching sex education to children in Kentucky, calling the woman in the video, a quote unquote predator. The next evening, the same clip was featured on Laura Ingram's Fox news program, prompting the host to ask quote unquote, when did our public? public schools, any schools become what are essentially grooming centers for gender identity radicals. Um, I just don't under, I don't understand why leftists defend pedophilia and, and like defend grooming children. Like why do kids need to know sex when they're super young? I don't understand. Why, just think back if, if there are any leftists, probably not listening to my podcast right now, if you are welcome. um, But just think back to when you were a kid and when you even started wondering about sex. I mean, for me, it was like when I started thinking, okay, maybe the boys don't have cooties. And that wasn't until I was like, literally, what? 11 or 12 is when we all started thinking, well, maybe they're not as cootie-ish as we thought. Like, maybe they don't have that many cooties. Maybe they're kind of cute after all. And we were still too embarrassed to admit that we were, like, attracted to them. So it was kind of like this awkward cat and mouse kind of thing. Like, oh, you're cute, but I don't know. Still, maybe you have cooties. I'm just saying, when you're... Four, five, six, seven, you don't need to be learning about sex. So why, 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 why is the left pushing it so hard? Why? I mean, I can't figure it's for any other reason other than to groom children. And why would you want to groom children unless you're a pedophile? I'm sorry. It's very clear. Um, so the fact that she, in this article, you know, kind of outing the libs of TikTok account or doxing them, uh, she the fact that she's, like, starting her article defending pedophilia and defending grooming is 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 just weird. But, again, this is just a spiritual warfare type of thing, and um, you just, you got to pick a side, and I'm just pretty sure the pedophilia, uh, pedophilia side is not going to be the correct side. Okay, I'm just going to read a few more of the tweets uh, of people talking about this. So Caleb Hall said... The best part is that all taylor lorenz did was further undermine the public's trust in media and give libs of tiktok even more power on social media um andy Nejo joe nigo i really don't know how to pronounce his name but he said washington post has responded after it published a report by taylor lorenz revealing the identity of the woman behind libs of tiktok they stood by their reporting saying no personal information was divulged the report had linked to the woman's brooklyn address so that's just more gaslighting and lying from the left it's like we did not put out any personal information on this woman Um, but they definitely put out her address like I don't know I don't know that's a gas lady gas lady to me um let's see Pedro Pedro Gonzalez said the Washington Post is promoting Taylor Lorenz's article harassing a private American citizen as quote unquote editors picks Um, quote unquote enemy of the people is an understatement these people are evil so yeah they shared a screen grab that they got from the Washington Post and they did they did have this article under editors picks so their favorite their favorite article of the day was the one where she the girl who was always talking about how doxing people is so horrible and wow people might dox me and it would be He'll just i just it's overwhelming <laughs> like her crying in the MSNBC interview And she does the same thing to someone else. Uh, Yeah, they did have it in the editor's picks on the Washington Post website. Gonna retweet that really quick. Um, And so, yeah, I I mean, I don't know. There's not much else to say about this. She's a hypocrite. She's not a real journalist. She's an activist. Uh, I I definitely think even if you are like a a complete hypocrite like her, go for it, you know, talk about your views if you want. I'm not going to be someone that is like, don't do that. Go start a podcast, though. Like, go go, I don't know. Make posters and stand in the street. I don't be a journalist. Don't call yourself a journalist if you're clearly a biased activist. Like there is a reason that I don't ever attempt to be a journalist because I know that I am I'm an extremely opinionated person and I just really believe that objectivism really needs to make a comeback into the journalistic world um, soon because people people are tired. People are tired of just having to deal with so much activism coming from the media. I mean, people do not watch the news. I would hope that people don't watch the news or read articles to be told what to think. I I would hope that they watch the news and and read articles to just start thinking, you know, to just start thinking for themselves, like give people the facts and let them do with that what they will. Everybody grew up a different way. Everybody has come from a different type of culture. I mean, that can be like state, city, I, I don't care. Like everybody has, they're a product. Of the way that they were raised and the experiences that they have had, and they but they are able and, and they can come up with their own opinions about things given just the facts. So why can't the media start giving people just the facts, nothing but the facts, just the facts, like and let people come up to conclusions on their own? People do not need to be told what to think; they just need to be give, given the facts so that they can think. So uh, my opinion on her is that she's terrible and she should not be taken seriously. And the watch. Washington Post really shouldn't be taken seriously. Democracy dies in darkness. Well, you know what else dies in darkness? The truth. The truth dies in darkness. So stop gaslighting. Stop lying. And stop just, just just stop. Just stop all of that. Get some real journalists, Washington Post. I mean, this is the beauty, though, of capitalism is that there is going to be competition. And eventually, there are going to be other publications that replace these terrible biased publications and news sources. And that includes Fox News, by the way. Um, there are going to be new news sources that are going to come in, um, like a vulture, and really just take over. So I, I'm not, and I don't. I'm not against that. I think it would do the people a huge service to have um, you know, real journalists, real media sources and have everything be a little bit more independent and unbiased because then people would have the freedom and they do have the freedom now, but people are just so lazy, intellectually lazy that they are just okay with being told what to think. Um, but that is just not the way it's supposed to be. I actually want to play y'all just before I wrap up entirely a clip of Tucker Carlson talking about this. I I talk bad about Fox news a lot, that's because I do not appreciate who owns Fox News and, and what they've been up to. Um, I definitely think that they are just controlled opposition. Um, but I want to play a, a clip of what Tucker Carlson has had to say about all of this because I do not really appreciate Tucker and um, so I want y'all to get his input on this as well. So let me go ahead and play just a clip of, of his thoughts on this for you guys to listen to. Take
2: one step deeper into the story and ask yourself, To Taylor Lorenz, the woman you just saw crying on TV, because she has ptsd did she really do the reporting here did she really track down the personal information of the woman who runs libs of tiktok no please of course not she couldn't Taylor ends is not a reporter apart from whining about herself on television she has no skills she couldn't do a weather forecast in a rainstorm she's not a journalist she's merely a receptacle for information that other people gather for their own ends a willing receptacle so where did she get this information Who gave her the identity of the woman who runs libs of TikTok? Well, actually, we don't have to guess because today's Washington Post story answers that question. The Post piece tells us that information came from a man called Travis Brown. Travis Brown runs the, quote, Travis Brown hate speech tracker, which uses a variety of proprietary methods to reveal personally identifying information of private citizens who stray from the approved storyline. Now, who pays for all this? That's the question. Well, the Travis Brown hate speech tracker is funded by something called the Prototype Fund. Here's how the Prototype Fund describes the point of Travis Brown's project. Quote, prominent right-wing extremist accounts on Twitter and Facebook have developed a well-documented pattern to distribute controversial and extremist content to their followers and then delete it before moderators have the opportunity to react to it. In other words, before it can be censored. Archiving is an important element in counteracting this behavior and has, in many cases, led to prominent victories in the fight against the Supreme Court. Extreme right. Extreme right. So not all hate speech is the same. The hate speech tracker does not target the hate speech of BLM rioters or Antifa. No, only enemies of the Biden administration and the guys at Davos. How do they do it? Well, Brown's methods, according to him, include using automated software to save user account names and social media posts long after they have been deleted. So there's no hiding from these people. Now, that appears to be a violation of Twitter's terms of service, Not that we care because they don't care. We reach out to Twitter about this. Isn't this a violation? They ignored us. They
0: suspended our account. And is right. She's not a reporter. She's not a journalist, not an entire one, at least. And um, yeah, I mean, the social media stuff, it's definitely just it's approved or authorized speech is what they want. Hate speech is everything that goes against the narrative that they want you all to believe. And they really do thrive on hate. And they count on your intellectual inability to see through their lies and gaslighting. So, I mean, I don't know, y'all. It just, she's the new Jussie Smollett to me. She's the new Jussie Smollett, a little bit different. She didn't hire people to beat her up so that she could get some political points and social credit. Um, She is just a hypocrite in the sense that she acts like she's against something she's actually clearly actually for. As long as it's against someone else and not against her, she's perfectly fine with it. So this is dangerous. This is very dangerous. You need to make sure that you are turning off your location on your devices every time that your phone updates. If you have An iPhone like I do, you need to go back in and make sure that the location stuff is still turned off because sometimes it turns back on. I learned that the well, way that it shows your location. So just don't have that on. There's no reason for you to have that on. If you want to share your location with friends, y'all can do that through text message or whatever. But don't have your location on. These people can be very dangerous. And if you are like me or anybody else who's talking very strongly about, the truth and and what you think is right then these people are going to come after you because they see you as the enemy they see you as the enemy if you are telling people that they are lying so uh, just make sure that you're turning lo- your location services off I kept mine on for a while just for you know gps access honestly but now i realize that my car has a gps thing that i can use and i use that um you know we people used to use physical maps we can use those to get places to you guys um but turn your locations are off. You don't need them. And just be careful out here because people, you never know, you just never know how radicalized people can be and they can be in these quote unquote professional <laughs> roles. Uh, you just never know. So um, I do have one ad for you guys before I wrap up and that is the chosen app. Y'all have heard me talk about the chosen app. This is a TV series about Jesus's life. You can download the app. I'll have the link below for you guys to easily access that. You can get it on your phone, on your, tablet. You can cast it to your TV, which is the way I like to watch the show. But it's just really nice to have a cool, like, well-produced, well-done show about Jesus's life. And I just definitely recommend that y'all watch it. It's not a substitute for reading the Bible. It's not a substitute for doing a Bible study and praying and, and really trying to know God better. But it is supplemental and it's really cool. And I really like to just fully be immersed uh, as much as I can. So I definitely encourage that y'all check this show out and let me know what you think if you do decide to watch it. In a world of deception and lies and gaslighting and manipulation, frankly, you just need a place to turn to that you know is truth and the truth is God. So definitely encourage you all to do that. The ESV Student Study Bible, this isn't an ad, but that's just my favorite Bible for you guys to check out. If you are new to the Bible, you really, really do need to have that rock in these in these times and the times that are to come. You need to have that rock and that place to turn to that you know um, is the truth. So that is everything and I will see you guys here next time.